Welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. I'm your host, Jesse, a corporate analyst, side hustler, and an advocate of creating good intent. So let's burst those thought bubbles and turn them into convos. Let's speak our minds and dive into the nitty gritty of it all. Whether it's mental health, adulting, creativity, faith, and life in general. Join the conversation by using the hashtag convos with Jay for your comments and suggestions. And oh, hitting the subscribe button is greatly appreciated. Thanks for listening. What's up, everyone, and welcome to Thought Bubble with Jay. My name is Jesse, and this is Sunday Sella, where we talk about mental health, fate, and ways that will help you navigate through life. I wasn't able to record last week because I was so preoccupied with the storm, which was coined as one of the strongest in the world. And I was anxious. My hometown in the Philippines was tagged as signal number four. We were at the center of the storm. But then during my devotion, God spoke to me in Matthew's 8.26 and assured me that he calms the storm. And I held on to that and grateful that despite the storm, my family was safe and the storm had weakened. And to those who have been badly affected, especially those from Region 5 of the Philippines, our prayers are with you and hope that more and more people will extend their kindness and God will grant provisions to rebuild your homes, your lives, and protect you from the virus as well. Now, talking about these things, it sort of dawned on me how sometimes things happen in our lives and or we had an experience with someone that we couldn't let go. We outwardly say that we've moved on or that we have forgiven, yet in our core, we remain bitter and we continue to replay the offense in our minds, that we become oblivious, that it's already creating deep ruts that are sometimes hard to build back up. When you look at the offense, we often decipher it as something that is intentional. We, th- we tend to look for ways and reasons to support our claim that the offender is someone that we should dislike. Those reasons can be real or imagined, but that's beside the point because in our minds, it is the truth and the offense that was made was intentional. And with every piece of information that we gather, it forms another layer of bitterness. And the more that we do that, it's just going to be a cycle and layers and layers of bitterness will continue to pile up. But we tend to to fool ourselves into thinking that no one will know, right? It's just me. I, I resent this person or this place or this event. It's just me. But I'd like to imagine resentment like a dead rat hidden somewhere in the corner of your house and it's smelly and no matter how much you try to light a candle a scented candle or light up an incense or spray a room mist it will continue to sip through everything and everyone within that house will smell it until such time that you totally get rid of that dead rat Last Thursday during our Bible study group, I prepared a topic on genuine love and it's under Romans 12. 
it talks about what genuine love really is and how serving others sacrificially is a time well spent in romans 12:18, it says if it's possible as far as it depends on you live at peace with everyone it sounds simple but we know that it's not we live in an ideal world that people have differences people can offend someone without even knowing because we have different preferences we have different values and beliefs so the question is how we can we prevent bitterness from moving into our hearts how can we deal with our feelings instead of letting them grow into bitterness before we dive into that let's first define we've been talking about resentment and bitterness are those two the same or are they not well resentment and bitterness are two sides of the same coin when we talk about resentment it is the attitude that we have towards someone or something while resentment on the other hand is the accompanying inner feeling when we have a negative reaction to someone or to an event and that we think or feel that it's not fair that is resentment and if we let it continue if we don't you know do a heart check that continued resentment can change into someone's nature into bitterness and if we think about it resentment and bitterness are both passive aggressive reactions to anger many times bitterness is a result of unresolved anger you know sometimes there are people who you know those people who don't, who don't seem to get mad at all but deep inside they're harboring and just you know bottling it all up until such time that they just ultimately will blow up because they could they just couldn't contain it anymore but those unresolved anger could either be you know an anger with god your an anger within ourselves or it could be your anger with others if it's not dealt with it can easily be a bitter root in our hearts and I, I think the very first thing that we should be doing in order to address anger is that we need to acknowledge it we need to be honest with ourselves when we are mad at someone when we're angry when we're frustrated or disappointed every time that i would feel offended i most of my friends can attest to that i'm not a confrontational person and i tend to just be silent but if you read through my journals everything is written there and that's that's sort of my way of releasing it um i would pray about it i would talk to god and just cry out oftentimes about how i'm feeling and you know about the offense and i would i would ask him to create in me a clean heart because sometimes we tend to overthink you know i'm considered to be an overly sensitive person and most of the time i tend to overthink things that person meant well but then because it's the words that were used or the way it was delivered is somehow different to how i perceive them then eventually it i would identify it as an offense but over the years i have learned to manage offenses and my responses to things 
that have been said or actions that have been made. And it really helped to be really honest about it, whether in your journal or when you have your personal conversation with the Lord, because it is only through Him that we can have the strength to fight our way through this anger and to prevent our hearts from growing into bitterness. Anger is natural, you know, it's it's a psychological response, but if we let it stay on, drag on, and dwell in our hearts for a really long time, it can really do great damage. And plus, it's a burden, right? If you're if you're mad at someone, it doesn't sit well in your heart. It's it feels heavy. And it could also blind us to do our part in situation where it is calling us to be um, an empath or to sympathize and have a better understanding of others. So even when we think personally that our anger is just, or when we say, Lord, you know, I am mad towards this person. I'm really angry because of what he or she did. It's really up to God to gauge whether what you know whether it's just or not and with that in mind we just we must not let it control our actions and our beliefs because eventually if we let our anger control our values and beliefs and how or our actions and beliefs and how we engage with others how we relate with one another we can be held captive if we look back um, from the Bible, right? We look at resentment. It's as old as Genesis 4. I'm not sure if you guys, I'm sure all of you are familiar with the story of Cain and Abel. Cain was angry, right? Because God accepted Abel's sacrifice and not his own. But instead of confronting God about it, instead of being admitting his own part in the situation and looking at how, looking you know, considering God's point of view, he buried his anger. And that's the danger of it. Sometimes we really need to process our thoughts and voice them out. Because what happened here was that Cain buried his anger under his feelings of resentment. And then it grew and blew up until, sadly, he killed his brother. And we may not turn out to be like Cain, but... We sort of do the same. It's easy to resent God for something when we see that, you know, when people when He's blessing others while we suffer. I'm not sure if you will agree, but sometimes there will, we do find ourselves caught up in a situation that we're struggling so much, and we tend to question God, Lord. I've been, I've been doing good. I've I've been a good Christian. Um, I've been walking faithfully. Um, with you and yet I still suffer but how come this other person who hasn't been doing the same things that I've been doing is fully blessed and experiencing this life abundantly comparison a thief of joy if we continue to feed our soul without belief long enough it will lead to a bitter attitude which will then lead us to see everything in hardship even though we are being blessed we 
will neglect that. We will become oblivious of the things that we have that we should be also be grateful for and tend to look at the things that are lacking and tend to look at everything as a difficulty, as a struggle, or as a hardship. Eventually, what's what will happen is that we won't be able to see God's work in our lives at all. And that is scary and dangerous. The good news, though, is God can heal resentment and bitterness only if we let him. Sometimes our pride and our ego will come in the way and we feel entitled to have the justice that we deserve because we feel aggravated or we feel that it's not fair. And we tend to fight for that belief. We tend to fight for that entitlement that we deserve justice. We deserve to be avenged for what that person did to us. But God has a way of healing our hearts and um, has a way to turn us to forgive others and to surrender that offense and resentment onto him to fully trust in him because if we don't let him he would often lead us in a situation that you know unfortunately will lead us to fail in public in a very spectacular way and of course we don't want that but if we think about it if we continue to harbor resentment and bitterness toward god and other people that's really slander against the lord and if if we are slandering him, then that means that it's you know we're taking his name in vain as well. We are not fully trusting him to be merciful. And if we do feel that it wasn't fair, and we need justice, why not let God be the just be you know the judge of it and give justice to what we've experienced i remember in matthew bless are those who part to who persecute you right so we must remember that god is always a step um ahead of us and he knows our thoughts he knows our what we feel he knows when we're hurt when we're brokenhearted when we're crying and in silence and in silence and when we're in the corner of a room and we feel helpless he sees all of those things he knows our hearts so there's no point of saying that lord you don't know what i'm feeling or you don't understand because he does and if we let him he can definitely heal our hearts you know i will not disagree that life doesn't seem fair for everyone you know, if, if we look at the world entirely and on a grander scale, we will see that, of course, there are a lot of people who are suffering and there are people who are living their lives abundantly. But if there's one truth that we also need to keep in mind is that trials and difficulties will pass away. And I can attest to that. But there's one thing that we should also remember that is that has been given to us in abundance, and that is the grace of god that we can learn to lean onto him and trust him fully to take control to be the driver of the 
of the journey um, that we are all in and to trust that he will get us through the tough times of our lives. As someone who is in faith, bitterness is definitely not good for, for our hearts. When we give our hearts to bitterness, it means that we're resisting the promptings of the Holy Spirit because I have to tell you that every time that, that I feel like I'm harboring something or an ill feeling towards someone, the Holy Spirit will definitely convict me. And there is a silent or small voice telling me to, do you really want to dwell on that offense and that bitterness in your hearts? Don't you think that is a burden? You know, sometimes you want to not hear those voices or those questions, but that's how the Holy Spirit works. The Lord will reveal the sinfulness of bitterness in our hearts and compel us towards seeking His healing and forgiveness. And that's the beauty of having the having God in our lives is that we have someone who will guide us, who will grant us wisdom, and will provide us healing. We will not be stuck in bitterness as long as we recognize our failings as long as we repent and humble ourselves to receive um, the same grace forgiveness and love from the Lord every time that um, I am deeply hurt by what someone did or if I am the offender and I did hurt someone I always seek God and humble myself before him to forgive me for for hurting that person or for viewing the action as an offense i do that because i know that i have i don't have the capability in in me to forgive others it's only through him that i can be empowered to forgive those who have hurt me in the same way he will empower me to seek forgiveness and to humble myself and accept that I indeed offended or I did offend that person. I, what I did, um, what I said wasn't right. Also, one of the things that I have learned when it comes to resentment and bitterness is that when you pray for someone, when you start to pray for that person who has offended you or that you have offended, it's impossible not to be it's impossible to be unforgiving or it's impossible not to forgive because when you start to pray for that person you're already one step closer because praying for someone that who has hurt you that's not easy it's actually one of the hardest things but when you make that person an object of your prayer that is you opening a door of your heart to you know, a little wider so that God can come in and breathe on the hardened, hardened piece or corner of your heart, melting the icy resentment that has already built up. I'd like to think that, you know, no matter what the situation that brought us that bitterness, no matter what offense another person has done to us, I want to believe that love, the love of God can cover our hearts and our minds 
against those bitterness. When we remember and we meditate on the love of Christ, we will feel his presence and peace. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. When we are lost in the forest of bitterness, we know that God sacrificed his son for us to die for us so that we can be set free. And sometimes we forget that. We forget how much we are loved. And so when someone offend, when someone did an offense or when we feel like something has been done to us and it's not fair, we wallow in bitterness and we tend to forget that, you know, someone loved you and someone died for you. And I think that's more than enough to let go of the offense, to free yourself from the burden of being, um, of resenting someone and tying yourself up with the chain of unforgiveness. You do have a choice whether you want to be better or you want to be bitter. Life is too short to just be spent in resentment and bitterness. The bitter will lead us to be tied up and to be burdened with anger, resentment, and bitterness. But with God's love, our lives can be better. And if you think about it, when you are bitter, you're wasting you know, a second, a minute, um, a day, a week, or a year of your life over, you know, something that that other person might not be aware of, but it's you who created this anger and burden and an anger-burdened heart. So my challenge for you as you go through your week this week is that if you have someone that or if you're feeling some sort of resentment or bitterness towards someone and maybe it happened a long time ago and you're saying to yourself that no i've already forgiven that someone but ask yourself if if i will bring up the person of that the name of that person right now how would you feel if you if you will revisit that exact moment that that person has offended you how would that make you feel If there is this pang of bitterness, anger, or resentment still, then maybe it's a good time to meditate and really do a heart check and ask ourselves, have I really forgiven that someone? Have I really let go of the offense? And have I already unburdened myself and freed myself from that anger, from that bitterness and resentment? I love watching Hallmark movies and it's always about this you no know, uh, this scenes and stories and plots that make will make your heart flutter. But I know that's not that's not the ideal world, right? It's it's our world is not perfect and there will come a time that we will be hurt by others, people will disappoint us, people will frustrate it and on the on the flip side we will also do the same towards others. But it's the way we respond to those actions to the bitterness and how we humble ourselves um, 
toward others every time that we commit a mistake and how we move forward from that. It's about seeking God every step of the way and asking for His wisdom and guidance and how we can navigate through um, bitterness and resentment and how we can prevent our hearts from dwelling on such ill feelings towards others. Because if you think about it, if people will do just an extra step each day to overlook offense and forgive, will the world be a better place to live in? I think it will. So as always, um, I would say on the podcast, be a little kinder. I think the world needs it. Um, There's so much going on. A lot of people are going through something and unfortunately people are still hurting each other whether it's intentional or unintentional we or we may not be aware of it people will still get hurt and i think if we would take an extra step to really communicate and talk to each other and acknowledge our mistakes and make up for it by moving forward and making sure that we know better then our lives, our relationships, our community, our nation will be a lot better. So that's it for this episode of of Sunday Sala. I hope that you guys pick something from it, um, gain something from it. And I hope that you all have an amazing week. Whatever you're going through, if if you're feeling if you're mad at someone, um, again it's 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 normal, but I suggest that you do not that you not dwell on it for really really long time and you know it's freeing and liberating to to forgive and to move past offenses i'm not saying that you should forget there should be wisdom in it but let love dominate and let the love of god cover your heart and mind so that you can be freed from resentment and bitterness Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Stay safe. Again, wash your hands, wear your mask, practice social distancing, and again, be a little kinder. I will talk to you again soon. Bye for now. And that's it for the episode of Thought Bubble with Jay. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And as always, stay inspired, be hopeful, and be kind. Always. Catch you again next time.